Okay, hello everyone. Good day to you all and happy Friday. Welcome back to another Rubik Weekly Chat with Colin O'Brien. We have another awesome episode for you today, so I hope you've come equipped with lots of questions. As always, I'm happy to answer as many of them as I can. If I don't have an answer for you, I'll consult with the rest of the team so I can get you an answer. Today, we are going to forego having a guest on our show to focus on our weekly update. Though I would like to say that we are planning to have guests return to the show, and we are currently working on scheduling new guests at this point in time. With that said, we'll be going back to our original show format, where I'll be reading through our weekly update and taking moments to pause and answer questions from our community and our listeners. This week, we're covering recent development updates and marketing elements. If you're interested in lending your voice to this podcast and are feeling up to asking me a question live, you're more than welcome to click the raise your hand icon in the voice chat UI, and I'll call on you to ask a question. All right, I hope you guys came equipped with some more questions today. I do already have a long list of questions uh, that I received over the last week between then, uh, between last week's show and now, and I'll do my best to answer as many of as, as I possibly can. All right, everyone, let's move on to our weekly update. All right, so on the development side of things, Avalanche integration. So last week, we announced in our roadmap that we would be integrating some new blockchain networks by the end of 2021. Um, we are happy to share with our community that the first network that we will be connecting to our ecosystem will be the Avalanche network. We intend to have this integration completed by the second half of October. Um, it's going to come in two phases. The first phase is going to be integrating all of the DEXs and a bridge for the Avalanche network. That will enable our users to perform instant swaps and to bridge their assets over into the Avalanche network ecosystem. Um, so that will be the first part of the integration. The second part of the integration will be plugging Avalanche Network into our Rubik cross-chain routing. So you will have the same functionality token for token pairing for the Avalanche Network as well. So then we will have four networks plugged in to our Rubik cross-chain routing ecosystem at that point in time. Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Polygon, and now Avalanche. So very excited for that. Again, um, estimated ETA, a couple weeks, a few weeks uh, for the first stage of that integration. And then shortly thereafter, we'll have them plugged into our Rubik cross-chain routing, where we will also have a native token for the Avalanche network. We'll have native, uh, or should say a wrapped version of RBC for the Avalanche network. Okay, um, Uniswap version three integration. So our team has successfully completed the integration of Uniswap v3. Um, we had people asking about that um, as recently as last week during our, our last week's show. Um, happy to announce that we now have Uniswap v3 integrated into our platform. So users will now be able to find better rates and have uh, you know, more liquidity sources directly on Rubit Exchange. I think Uniswap v3 has something like 2.5 billion a little more, a little north of $2.5 billion daily trading volume. Um, 
or I'm sorry, value locked with a daily trading volume of over like a billion dollars pretty much every day. So very, very cool. Um, so you guys will see that updated on the website here very soon. I know the team is trying to put the final touches on it. Um, I'm getting a note from the team right now that, yeah, the, the update will go live a little bit later this morning, uh, Pacific Standard Time. So in the next couple hours, you guys should see some downtime on Rubik.exchange platform, and we'll push those updates live to the website. All right. Um, that also includes 0x protocol integration. So our team right now is putting the finishing touches on pushing that live as well to the website. And when they do, it'll enable our users to find the best rates across 50 different DEXs that are now integrated at Rubik.exchange. So we will be able to price compare and price shop around the industry to get you the best price on all your tokens. The Xerox protocol has more than $220 million in daily volume and thousands of transactions every day between the dozens of DEXs that they have integrated into their protocol. So very cool. You guys should see that pushed live to our platform later this morning as well. Okay, before I go any further with the weekly update, I'm going to turn to some of the questions I had asked to me throughout the week. And let's jump right in. So I got a question here from Don Malk. He asks, how is the SEO and traditional marketing work going? Any particular publications or sites that we're being advertised on? So you'll see some updates regarding our marketing in the weekly update, and I'll, I'll get to that later in the show. Um, we are working on SEO optimization in a number of different ways right now, backlinks, multiple other things. So we, we are working on it, um, and I'll get to the marketing stuff uh, a little bit later on in the show today. Uh, Uphill asks, with several integrations planned before the end of the year, how has the team planned to structure bridge liquidity pools for each network to provide smooth transfers? Um, it's hard to say right now. So cross-chain and liquidity processes are currently in development. Um, we're working on presenting all of that to the community very soon. Um, so we'll, we'll provide you guys all the details on that kind of stuff uh, very soon. Okay. Uh, Ray Z asks, what are the details on how Rubik plans to achieve the milestones related to the Harmony Protocol grant? So we're, we're basically just planning to integrate their network into our cross-chain routing uh, ecosystem. Um, I don't have an ETA for you guys at the moment, uh, but that is something that we intend to finish in Q4. Um, we just want our development team focused on one thing at a time. We don't want to spread our resources too thin and 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 try to focus on too too many different things. Um, so, you know, recently it's been the Uniswap V3 and ZeroX protocol integration. Then they're shifting focus over to the Avalanche integration, and that is going to incorporate the addition of multiple AMMs on Avalanche. Um, Pangolin, Trader Joe, et cetera. Um, and then the bridge as well. And then they're going to focus on getting that plugged into 
our Rubik cross-chain routing, um, just so we can kind of stay focused on Avalanche because we're already working on it. Um, so we'll have we'll have it done this year. At least that's our intention. Uh, no ETA on like an exact time, uh, but yeah, we're 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 just going to go through. We're going to integrate them into our network, and that should fulfill and satiate all of the stipulations to receive the incremental payments for that grant. And uh, when all is said and done, we hope to receive the full amount. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a pause there. I'm going to turn back over to the weekly update. Okay, um, Moon River integration. So our dev team has started working on the planning and like researching, investigating how we're going to plug Moon River into our platform. Um, so that that has started. That conversation has started, um, and it's also going to be coming in two phases. So essentially, the first phase of Moon River integration is going to enable users to complete instant swaps on the Moon River network, um, and then we're also going to integrate a bridge to help users complete swaps to the network. And then after that, we're going to plug them into our uh, Rubik cross-chain routing ecosystem. So two phases for all these types of uh, major blockchain network integrations. The first phase will always be getting the uh, AMMs, the automated market makers, plugged into our platform so we can utilize them uh, for liquidity and price comparison. That will enable all our, all our users to do instant swaps, and then we'll incorporate one of the major bridges from a network like Ethereum to Avalanche. We'll incorporate one of those bridges so that people can start migrating their assets over. And then the second phase of all these integrations will entail getting them plugged into a Rubik cross-chain routing ecosystem, which will enable token-for-token -token trading, uh, regardless of what network you're on within the network. Okay, um, Phantom integration. So in July, Rubik held our second governance vote in which our holders chose Phantom as a blockchain for future integration. Um, so I'm happy to announce that that is going to receive treatment from us as well, just like Avalanche and Moon River. We're going to be integrating Phantom after Moon River. And that, again, two, two stages. First stage, instant swaps, get the bridge up and running. Stage two, incorporate them into our Rubik cross-chain routing ecosystem. Um, and we plan to have all of this done by the end of the year. That is our intention. Um, we feel comfortable setting that bar for ourselves. We would rather under-promise and over-deliver than the other way around. So. You know, and I'll do my best um, as a liaison to the community to try to, I don't know, temper any expectations if people think that things are um, maybe not progressing like we said they would. Um, but I'm pretty sure all our all our longtime community members know that this this company, this project, this team is a lot different than a lot of different companies in this industry and we're we're very forthcoming with our development process and um you know we try to be as open and transparent as possible we will continue to do so 
and keep you guys informed about what we're working on. Okay, um, that pretty much wraps it up for the development side of things. Um, I will go ahead and turn back to some questions now from the uh, DMs that I received throughout the week. So, let's see here. Okay, um, perfect segue into this question. Don Malk asks, given the Avalanche Harmony and Moon River news this week, do you have anything in the pipeline as far as joint promotions with those projects? Don, yes, we do. Um, we have some, some press release announcements scheduled, and we are in touch uh, with all these different projects, working in concert with their marketing teams to try and uh, you know, do cross-promotional activities, uh, social media announcements, all that kind of stuff. So. Yes, and we're going to continue to do that with all future uh, major networks that we integrate. Um, you know, we, we've got some friendships already out of some of them, and um, we'll, we'll continue building all of those business relationships. Okay, uh, Uphill asks, regarding algebra, uh, other than being an automated market maker for Rubik, that they can integrate, will Algebra play any other role in Rubik's development? Um, we, I, I don't really have anything to announce regarding Algebra itself at this point. I will say though that our development team, the, the, the Rubik team, is focused on building out a robust cross-chain ecosystem and I think that is the most important point. Um, we started with, you know, humble beginnings, one network, then two networks, then three networks. Uh, we started out with um, our widget only a few months ago. Now we're working on native integrations with, with other major DeFi projects. Um, we are going to... I mean, Rubik will basically utilize uh, algebra as an AMM. It will enable us the opportunity to um, have more efficient routing and hopefully provide lower fees for swaps for all our customers um, and offer people uh, you know, a number of additional pricing options for their token pairings. So, um, as far as how it's affecting development of Rubik, they're in two entirely separate development teams. So there is no the only the only crossover, I believe, is Vladimir and I think maybe Alexandra as well um, as the founders. But other than that, there there is no overlap really, um, not on the development side of things. All all of the programmers, developers, they are independent teams. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Kai asks, how exactly is the team going to work on a gas fee reduction? I saw this on the Q4 roadmap. Is that some kind of improvement on the cross-chain routing? Um, is it possible cross-chain routing can reduce the number of swaps in the background to help on better fees? Thank you. 
Um, so the gas fee reduction can be a game changer. Um, I'm pretty sure just about everybody who's traded um, ERC-20 tokens has suffered from high, trans high transaction fees in one way or another. Um, we see multiple ways to decrease the gas price. Um, updating and optimizing our smart contracts is one of them. Um, another would be providing more efficient routing. So, and that is something that, that our team feels that we are doing very well, that a lot of other projects are not going to be able to copy is how we're performing our routing and um, the way in which we're, we're, we're processing the swap behind the scenes. Um, now we can always optimize that and make that process more efficient in the future. Um, and that is what we will continue to do. So that is how we intend to um, reduce gas fees is, is working on, on optimization of smart contracts and optimization of uh, swap routing. Okay. Um, let me turn back to the weekly update now. Let's get on to the marketing side of things. Okay. Um, like I said before, we are integrating the 0x protocol. That should go live on the platform uh, later this morning. And again, that will give our users the ability to swap through dozens of different DEXs, liquidities, and um, you, we're officially listed now as one of Zero X partners. Um, so congratulations to our team for that. You guys can see a um, infographic updated uh, in the Zero X. We, we pulled it from the Zero X blog um, and it shows our project there and the uh, list of demand for their, their protocol, their ecosystem. Um, so very cool, and we hope to work with them via social media to um, share that announcement. Um, also, we are glad to inform our community that Rubik Finance has become a partner of the global DeFi investment. Um, moreover, uh, Vladimir, he is going to be taking part in a uh, conference as a speaker, the Global DeFi Investment Summit. It's held October 11th and 12th, and it's held down in Dubai. Um, he is going to present our Rubik cross-chain routing solution to the audience at that that um, that summit, and he's going to talk about why Rubik is currently the best DeFi project on the market. Um, We'll have a link to the event um, for their LinkedIn account there, but very excited to have Vladimir go down there and uh, you know talk to some some influential people in that particular region of the world. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll walk out of there with some people who are very interested in investing in us. So we'll see. Okay, um, and like I said before as well, uh, with our Avalanche integration, um, 
We're very excited about that. And we plan on having a massive marketing campaign with projects on the Avalanche network that are now connected through Rubik Exchange. Um, we're going again to again do a, a gas refund using the Rubik cross-chain routing. Uh, and, and that'll be for different tokens on the Avalanche network. Um, we don't want to give away too much right now. We don't want to tip our hand, but um, we're very excited about these partnerships. So uh, stay tuned. I think you guys will be very, very happy. Um, also, it's really cool that uh, the guys over at Avalanche, they're uh, very excited about what we're doing with their project right now. Um, and so they are they are sharing that news. Um, there is like a online news website for Avalanche Avalanche today, and they just posted an article about us. Um, they talk about you know the different dexes that we'll be integrating and then how Rubik is making it simple and convenient to trade tokens on their network and eventually migrate into and out of their network with ease via our cross-chain routing. We'll have a link to those articles uh, in our weekly update. Okay, uh, before I go any further, let me get back to some questions here. Um, Don Malk asks, any more paid tier one influencer promotions? Chico Crypto drove decent traffic. Do we have podcast YouTubers or AMAs lined up? Uh, Don, they are on the way. So we are in communication um, via Telegram, via email, with different tier one influencers uh, to set up new videos. Um, I am in talks with different people to do more interviews, to do more AMAs. We're trying to set up a number of different AMAs at the moment. We have um, numerous, numerous people who want to um give us a platform to do an ama so we're going to take them up on those offers uh, and in the next week or two you should absolutely see more interviews more amas um and we hope to have uh, some more influencers coming it's really tricky with with tier one influencers some of these people you'll contact and they're booked solid for like a month or a month and a half I, I don't think a lot of people realize that people see videos pop up on the tier one influencers YouTube channels and they assume that they just decided that morning that they were going to do that video or they were going to do that plug. It, it doesn't really work like that. A lot of this stuff is scheduled way in advance. And then sometimes things get canceled or postponed at the last minute because big things do happen in the crypto industry suddenly. And then they'll have to push scheduling back and because you know, they want to make a new video about something that happened. So it's just, it's all very complicated um, and it's all very dynamic, but we are working on it and um, you will absolutely see more in the way of um, like tier one influencers talking about us in the future. And then absolutely we're trying to get on, um, you know, more AMAs and more interviews lined up so that we can continue spreading the word about Rubik. Hey, um, Let's see. Okay, um, Chuck asks, can we please get an ETA 
on the white paper update, it needs to be updated. Um, okay, Chuck, so right now we are in the middle of putting the final touches on a super, super spectacular looking pitch deck. Um, very excited for that. So we're, we're gonna have a pitch deck here very soon. That way we can share it business to business with all these different crypto projects and they can get a very quick, brief synopsis of what it is that we're doing, what our goals are in the industry, how we're going to affect change and how we can help their projects. So um, we're getting that finished up right now. Um, and we are also in the process of updating our one pager again. The white paper will be updated as soon as we implement the second phase of our Rubik cross-chain routing. Um, that will go into detail about the decentralized liquidity pools, how they're structured, um, all that kind of stuff, how fees are going to work, how, how payouts will happen, um, buybacks, burns, all that kind of stuff will be detailed uh, after we get phase two released. And then we'll update the white paper at that point in time to reflect all of those major changes to the platform. Um, and also the tokenomics, because these these decentralized liquidity pools where users will be able to stake their RBC tokens, um, that that changes the the tokenomics of and the value proposition of our token. Um, so we're waiting until we get that fully implemented, and then we will do a complete overhaul of that white paper. So hope that answers your question, Chuck. It will be coming soon. Um, but you'll see an updated one pager first, and then um, we we've been busy working on our pitch deck for uh, business to business so that we can uh, you know more efficiently work with more and more projects. Um, okay, uh, this question comes from Big PP, and it says if how is this worded? If one of you guys could ask the graphic design artist to make a good-looking QR code graphic that leads to Rubik, that's all I need. Um, yeah, we can we can look into that. Um, we'll see what we can come up with. We we like providing our community with things that they can share to other communities to spread the word on Rubik. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look into that. And I'll get back in touch with you guys on that. Okay, and last question here. Um, this comes from Born and, and Chuck as well. Um, they said Rubik Wallet is a good idea. Any plans to create a native wallet? Um, at the moment, no, it's not like a not something that we have in the pipeline. Um, but maybe next year, we we can't promise anything. We absolutely want to make an app for both iOS and Android. Um, and again, we're we're about under-promising and over-delivering, not the other way around. So we have pushed the app. Uh, originally, we had it in Q4, uh, the mobile app development. Um, we've pushed that back to Q1 now. So that gives us a little breathing room. And hey, if we're able to get to it and start working on it before the end of the year, Awesome. 
<laughs> um, but maybe, maybe that's something the team can work on. I know they want to get an app out first. Uh, that way people can trade even easier on their phone. Um, but yeah, no, definitely um, it'll, it'll be something the team will think about, I'm sure. Okay. Um, I am going to turn back now to the rest of the weekly update, and then I'll get to some questions that were asked since I started the show today. Let's see, where do we leave off here? Um, okay, uh, you'll see that we are continuing our marketing activities on Twitter. Um, there are a number of different uh, Twitter influencers who have been talking about us. Um, you know, they ask us a lot of questions. We we provide them with all the details. Um, and well, we got Gem Insider, uh, Girl Gone Crypto. You guys should see uh, a number of different Twitter influencers, both large and small, starting to talk about us. And a lot of that is just organic. I mean, it really is. A lot of it is organic. So um, we're very excited about that. Um, we were also mentioned uh, in DeFi News, a big daily news digest uh, for the crypto community. Um, and also Planet Vagata also uh, published a post talking about Rubik and our token and how they see uh, a huge price increase coming in the future. So it's really cool. It's cool to see people start to take notice. Um, and I think as the our success continues, it's only going to increase over time. Okay, uh, as far as Rubik Relay Widget ecosystem goes, we've added a new partner, Deep Space. Um, in the next couple of weeks, users of this NFT project will be able to buy their DXO token directly on their website using the Rubik Relay Widget. Um, they're also planning to integrate the widget into Deep Space's social space. It's like a virtual reality world. Um, and they will also uh, provide a space for, for Rubik trading there. So super cool. You'll see links to their tweets and their announcements of uh, this partnership on our weekly update. OK, and uh, another project, Theos Finance, is also integrating our Rubik Relay widget. They're a project out of Spain. And now users will be able to trade their token directly on their platform as well. We also have a link to uh, their announcement uh, via Twitter. All right. Um, that pretty much wraps it up for development this week. Uh, the team has been very, very busy working on the Uniswap and ZeroX integration. Now they are turning their focus towards Avalanche. And then after that, it will be Moon River. And then after that, it will be Phantom. Um, again, you know, the, the industry is very dynamic. Things may change. Uh, development may pivot. If it does, we will be transparent and open with our community as always. And we'll inform you guys as soon as we, you know, have any uh, announcements to make regarding any changes or anything like that. Okay, let's turn to the questions here. Um, 
AG asks, can we have more mainstream press releases? Yeah, I mean, we're working on it. It'll become a lot easier once we breach that 100 million market cap point and we start getting up into the market cap price ranges of these other projects. Um, yeah, I think where our token, our, our project's market cap right now ranks in the few hundreds. Um, once we get sub 200 um, and start getting closer and closer to the, the top 100, it's just going to become exponentially easier to communicate with these different media companies and work with them regarding interviews, uh, press releases, um, all that kind of stuff. Now, we have contracted with some major like newswire type agencies that will will provide them with a press release and then they will distribute that out to everyone in their their news network um so we're going to continue to do that but yeah i mean you'll 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 see stuff um increase as time goes on um adriano ds says any update on the anonymizer um yeah, so I, I gave some responses on that last week. Um, I assume I'll be talking about it for some time. Um, Vladimir used other anonymizer solutions on the market as a metric for demand. And we have a limited number of man hours to put towards development on a weekly basis. And he made the decision that it would be better to postpone additional development of the anonymizer at this time. It's like 85% complete, but that remaining 15% in, in terms of testing it and, and fixing any bugs and doing all of those things um, is going to take as much time as the original 85% of development. So really you could look at it as only being halfway done, even though it's like the actual code and the, the ZK snarks coding and everything that, that the team had to learn ZK snarks. They went through um, a lot of time and effort to get it up and running. So we're not scrapping development of it. We're just merely putting it on the back burner until we see demand for an anonymizer start to increase. And again, we're just, we're using the volume that flows through these other solutions that are currently available on the market as a metric for that demand. And again, Vladimir just made the determination that it was not worth it at that time to, to continue pushing forward. It would be a better use of our time to focus on in integrating additional blockchain networks, uh, integrating additional AMMs, um, additional protocols like the Zero X protocol, all those different things. So um, that is the update on the anonymizer. It's not scrapped. It's just on the back burner. And when demand increases, that is something that we will um, start, restart development on, I should say. Uh, Nerdy Ninja says, any update on rather or not if Rubik Airdrop will receive Algebra Airdrop? Um, I guess your question is if you're if you hold Rubik tokens, will you receive an algebra airdrop? That, from my understanding, is absolutely something that they want to do. 
um, or at least it was. I, I don't know. I I don't. I, I'm focused on Rubik, <laughs> not not on algebra. Again, they have their own independent team. Um, I will say though that I I looked at different tokenomic structures, um, how they would divvy up the the token amounts for investors for the team for um all that kind of stuff just the just the tokenomic pie chart and uh every iteration of it had an airdrop on there for rbc token holders so that, that's subject to change i'm not verifying that it's 100 for sure going to happen but everything that i have seen um behind the scenes indicates to me and i'll relay that to our community that there will be an airdrop in some way shape or form but again it's completely subject to change don't hold me to these words because again i don't i don't work with the algebra project i'm just working with rubik but but from what i've seen it looks like that they fully intend to do some type of airdrop um, as soon as we have something to announce on that front we absolutely will Okay, um, let's see, Len says, you guys are doing everything right. I, I would argue that we haven't done everything right, but thank you, appreciate that. Um, amazing product, great communication, decent marketing, keep adding new chains, hype for an airdrop. Why do you think the market cap and price is not reflecting this at the moment? That, that's a wonderful question. I don't know, it, it I think, and this is just my personal opinion. Um, the innovations in the crypto industry come in waves. I would say it's kind of like fads. Um, you know, most recently we had a resurgence of the NFT fad. You had crypto kitties and stuff back in 2017. You got crypto punks now, um, stoner cats and all, all, all of those different things. Um, and then you'll see the price for those things surge. Um, earlier this year and last summer, you saw the decentralized automated market makers all see a surge in price. Um, was it like Pancake Swap went from sixty million dollars to two billion dollars in like three months or something? I mean, so when growth and price exploration does happen in this industry it happens very very quickly um i personally do not think that cross-chain interoperability has seen its time in the spotlight yet um that whole niche aspect of DeFi has not seen that huge huge price spike like what you saw happen to amms like uniswap pancake swap sushi swap one inch over the last year or so. Um, but I honestly think that that it is coming um, and it's coming faster than people think. Sometime in the next 12 months, I think we're going to see um, a huge surge in price evaluation for 
crypto projects that are looking to solve the interoperability problem. And in my opinion, I think Rubik is kind of leading the charge on that right now. Um, you look at some of these other huge projects, um, Coin98, ThorChain, we're doing what they claim to want to eventually do. Like we're doing that right now. And it's only going to improve. It's only, the feature set is only going to get more robust on our platform. And I think it's an inevitability. Again, this is my personal opinion. I'm not speaking on behalf of the company, but I think it is an inevitability that projects working on the interoperability problem to bridge these different disjointed uh, ecosystems and networks together, they are going to see their time in the spotlight in the industry, and they are going to see tremendous uh, price growth and value growth um, for the the market caps of the you know, their respective projects. So I don't know why it hasn't particularly happened yet. Um, there are a number of other projects that are also competitors to us that are also, I think, doing a better job than than projects like ThorChain and Coin98, and they are sub $100 million market caps as well. Um, so I, again, I think it's just a matter of time. Things happen in waves, things happen in fads, and as these new blockchain networks start coming online and more and more developers migrate away from the Ethereum network into these platforms, or into these ecosystems like the Avalanche ecosystem, uh, Moon River for the uh, the Polygon, or I'm sorry, Polkadot network, um, Phantom, Arbitrum, Pulse Chain, you're going to see a huge um, demand for for interoperability. Um, so it's coming, it's coming. We just need to be patient. And and what we're doing here at Rubik, we just need to be diligent. Um, you know, we we can't be caught looking too far forward. We just need to. Um, remain focused on what we're doing. We have a game plan. We have a roadmap. If we adhere to it and stick to it and deliver, then good things are coming. Um, not just for our project, but for users of our project and for investors in our RBC token. Okay, let's see. Look through here for some additional questions. Patrick asks, what's your day-to-day -day look like working for Rubik? Um, a lot of market research, a lot of market research. Um, I'm, tr I'm trying to pay attention to what other projects are doing, not just from a marketing side of things, but a development side of things so that I can relay that to the team. Um, our development guys, our programmers, they are um, in the thick of it. They're knee deep trying to uh, build out our platform. So market research and market sentiment kind of fall on some of the marketing team members. So um, beyond doing that kind of stuff, I'm doing um, proofreading of uh, both public and 
internal and business to business documents, press releases, those kinds of things. Um, and yeah, I don't know, preparing, preparing for the show, uh, you know, talking with different projects, talking with different businesses, trying to set up AMAs, trying to set up interviews, um, you know, communication, either, uh, one-on-one -on -one or in group settings via telegram um constant email communication with different influencers and media companies stuff like that um so yeah that's that's kind of what my my day today looks like i guess a general broad overview of of all of that um <laughs> uh it, it wasn't uh, somebody who was this, that asked this Kai. It was annoying at first being tagged so much. Um, my phone would ping constantly. But yeah, I mean, I, I look forward to it. I like we have an awesome community. We have a really awesome community and I love being able to interact with everybody. Um, so it, it it's truly a pleasure. Like, seriously, you guys can DM me anytime. And um always down for a conversation uh to hear feedback from you guys so it's it's super cool um it is still slightly annoying though to get tagged by all of the different solicitors and things like that <laughs> there's been days where i've received um upwards of a hundred different from a hundred different people communications of you know, hello, sir. Can I help you with marketing? I can promote you. I can promote you. All these kinds of things. So yeah, that <laughs> that that can get a little much. Um, nice. We just put out the uh, announcement for Uniswap V3 going live. So. Go check that out at the website, guys. Rubik.exchange. Uh, Patrick says, does Rubik have to move its liquidity to Uniswap V3? I don't know what we're doing with the liquidity for RVC on Uniswap, if we're going to keep it on V2 or migrate it to V3. That's an awesome technical question. And I feel rather foolish that I don't have that answer for you right now. I, I don't know what the team is going to do, Patrick. So I will um, forward your question right now, actually, and see if I can't get a response before I wrap things up today. Okay. Um... Uh, cubic Rubik, yeah, it's kind of like a very personal one-off question. I'll, I'll I'll get to you in a DM um, regarding that. Shoot me a DM, Cubic Rubik, and I'll I'll follow up with you on that. Um, Patrick said, "How many of those tags lead to actual partnerships? Not very many. Not very many, Patrick. Most of them are scams. You you guys see it. You see people come in. Hey." who can I talk to that's, you know, works with the company or is responsible for partnership agreements and what have you. Um, 
the vast majority of them are scams. So um, not that many of those lead to actual partnerships, though some things have been produced out of those types of communications um, and those types of solicitations. So um, you don't want to completely block everything out. You just need to um, hone your skill at being able to uh, identify what's a scam and what's not. Yeah, and Andrew said around five percent, maybe less. That that would be what I would say. I would I would say around five percent, not maybe less, probably less than five percent. Um, yeah, the questions about the airdrop are out of control. There's like nine questions about the airdrop. Um, again, don't I don't have any official information whatsoever on an airdrop. All I can tell you is that. Um, from my vantage point, I think that that is something that is going to happen. Uh, but again, it's subject to change. We'll see. I'll have a, an official announcement for you guys um, as soon as I can give you one. Uh, Musta Freeman, um, regarding your question about support for the um, primary school um yeah i'll i'll continue talking with the team you know we, we've just been very very busy um trying to build the platform and um shoot me another message and oh you have shot me another message in dm i'll be in touch with you via dm Kevin says, with the banning of major centralized exchanges in China, much of the Chinese market is being forced to shift to DeFi. Is Rubik going to capitalize on this via targeted marketing? Um, yes. So that's like a new revelation that just transpired. Uh, that is something that I will be working on over the, the next week is trying to figure out how we can properly market to those affected individuals. Um, so hopefully I'll have some more information for you soon. Um, we're, we're aware of what's going on over there and, um, we are trying to coordinate a game plan for that right now. Kubik Rubik said, just making sure there's no new news about single-sided staking for Rubik. Um, no, I don't have any additional news. The team is still trying to weigh the pros and cons of single-sided or double-sided staking. Um, and whether or not it will just be single token pairing or if you will need to provide RBC and ETH or BRBC and BNB, um, I don't have a definitive answer for you. Um, the team is still deciding how to approach that. Um, so again, though, as soon as I have something to announce, I absolutely will. I won't hold that info back because that is something the community has been asking about. Uh, week in, week out, since we announced decentralized liquidity pools. Um, okay, Patrick, I've got an answer for you um, from someone on the dev team regarding um, moving liquidity of the RBC token from Uniswap V2 to Uniswap V3. Um, 
from our team, and I quote, it's a good idea, but there are several risks that would take place doing something like that. Um, we are looking at it and we will get back to you on this soon. So that is direct from the development team, Patrick. Okay. Um, Nerdy Ninja says, I've noticed the fees have gotten higher. Um, is there a possible fix coming? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, are, are you talking about typical network fees? Like your, your GUI gas? I don't, I don't know. I mean, if that, if there's something that you think there is, uh, wrong with the routing, um, please contact our support team and have them look into it. If you processed a transaction and you have your transaction hash, if you can provide your transaction hash to our development and support team, then we'll look into it. And if there was a mishap or you were inappropriately charged, um, you know, we'll we'll do what we can to reimburse and refund you. Um, you know, there's going to be growing pains. There's going to be bugs that pop up. Um, that is why that, you know, we, we're, we're big on customer satisfaction and customer support. Um, that's why we do the the refund and we're soon going to have the auto refund coming. Um, that, I mean, I, I can't think of any other crypto projects out there that will reimburse or refund their customers. Um, they're kind of just like, well, that's on you. But that's not how we do things here. And um, that's not the kind of platform that we want to we want to put out there, you know, we want to have something that's accessible for everybody. So again, and this goes to, to everybody listening, if you ever have an issue or you think something might be wonky um, and you've made that transaction, uh, copy that transaction hash and send it to our team. We'll investigate it. And if there were any problems, we will absolutely uh, rectify the situation. Um. Patrick, they need to lower the RBC to BRBC, uh, costing 100 Rubik fee. Yeah, we'll we'll change that. And again, in the future, the those fees will become dynamic um, across the bridge, just depending on the current price and, and valuation of the RBC token. Um, yes, Patrick, the team is aware that the there are visual bugs um, for dollar amounts, so. They are working on that. Those those problems have been um, brought to their attention, and they're trying to address those. Um, no ETA on when that will be fixed, but the team is aware of it, and uh, they'll they'll be working on adjusting that and fixing that. All right. I'll see, look at that. Andrew even just said, could you please send me examples of the bug? Shoot me a DM. Um, that's what I'm talking about. See, we're here to help you guys. And um, we really do appreciate all your guys' feedback as well. So um, again, if you guys ever notice anything that may look off, uh, bring it to our attention and we'll, we'll, we'll put it in our uh, list of things to do. So.
Um, Chuck asks, any updates on P2P trades, order book, or limit orders? Um, I mean, eventually we'll we'll get those plugged back into the UI. Um, we're it's just like it like the anonymizer. It's on the back burner right now. We we feel it is more important to get additional blockchain networks integrated, like Avalanche, Moon River, Phantom, um, and plug all of those into our cross chain routing ecosystem um, before before reinstating the limit orders and, and order book on the website. And again, this it's a demand thing. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, all right. I think, yeah, lower priority, lower, lower priority in comparison. Okay, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up for today. Um, thank you, everybody, for all the questions. Ton of questions this week, so I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for showing up. Um, so as always, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to select a question from today's show, and I'm going to award the person that asked that question with $50 worth of BRBC. So give me just a moment. I'm going to add all the names uh, into a randomizer, and I'll select the winner in just a second. Okay, I've got our winner for today. We've got a new winner this week. Congratulations, Kai. You are the winner of $50 worth of BRBC. Go ahead and shoot me a DM after the show today, and we'll get all the details sorted out, get your $50 worth of BRBC. Congratulations, Kai. All right, everyone. That concludes today's show. Um, as always, we can't do this without the awesome support from our community. So I want to sincerely thank you all for joining me for another Rubik Weekly Chat with Colin O'Brien. I hope everyone has a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. And as always, stay happy, stay healthy, stay hydrated, but most importantly, stay cubic. Take care, everyone. <laughs>